When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, Derek here. While we don't use any swear words, today's episode does contain adult themes. From Heads to Studios in Dublin, welcome to Motherfucklore, a podcast about words, Irish, Irish words, and words from Ireland. I'm Dark O'Shea. I'm Kathleen the Keeper. I'm Pat O'Quivonic. And I'm Geraldine McAvoy. And you're all very welcome to another week of fun, language-based fun. Isn't English weird, Patter? English is really weird. Isn't it a bit of a quirky language? And you wonder how they think normal thoughts with the way the language is structured, that it doesn't do things that real languages do. Yeah, that's true. And and it's the way it's taught. That's very true. <laughs> but especially, isn't it weird the way English doesn't have a future tense? It doesn't? It doesn't have a future tense. It has a, a multi-verb construction that allows future to be expressed, but it doesn't have a true future tense. I will, yeah. <laughs> it will, yeah, will, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah it will. <laughs> so it doesn't really, you, you wonder how they can, can, they can really understand the concept of future right. at all. I mean, so there is like, no future in the language. It has no future. It doesn't even have yeah. a future tense, guys. No one really speaks at a public outdoor, so. <laughs> Except the staff sometimes. Mm. Mm. <laughs> this is all very hilarious and good, but these kinds of expressions are often directed Irish at the, in the great debate as to whether Irish has a yes and a no. So we have the concept of yes and no, but it's a little more complicated than that. Garajine, would you how would you take this? Um, in with your legal hat on, <laughs> putting my legal hat on. Yeah, sure. Uh, nice let's hat. pretend that I have one of those. With your legal hat on, when if say one was approaching a referendum and one was looking at the L slip, you're not saying yes or no. You're saying I. You know. You're saying tall or Neil. Um, Often it doesn't necessarily depend on whether the question was asked in a thaw or nail way, but nevertheless, uh, for the sake of, I suppose, convenience, it can be a little easier in, in a voting scenario to have a yes, no. It doesn't necessarily translate into Irish, um, but yeah, we have the concepts of yes and no, like you said, but we don't have something as easily uh, translatable as the one word that we have in English for yes and no. This is probably an aspect of English that has, mm-hmm. an aspect of Irish rather, sorry, that has the strongest influence on Hiberno English because it, it is perfectly natural, in fact more natural in, in Irish English, Hiberno English, not to accept the word yes or the word no as a complete sentence. Mm-hmm. Shortest sentence in the English language? No. Mm-hmm. The shortest sentence in the Hiberno English language? Uh, I won't. 
uh, no, thank you. I, I wouldn't won't. be doing that now. I wouldn't be doing that now. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's why somebody says, "Will you, will you go? You know, will you go swimming with me?" I will. I won't. Mm-hmm. You know, will you have a cup of tea? I'll have a cup of tea. You know, we're kind of we're kind of averse to yeah. yes and no in our natural Hiberno English state, and that's directly from Irish, where the response to a question involving a verb is the positive or the negative form of the verb. So, on will to igdol and shupa ta. Mm-hmm. Neil, Tom Eggdol, Neil Eggdol. You know, on Mylat, Shakloid, Isma, Nima. Everyone says Isma. Nobody doesn't like chocolate. But Isma, Dum Shakloid. So that's that's the. And, and Tom Reen Shin, the wrath, that influence is still to be felt to this day in Hiberno uh, English, where we, we don't tend to say, we don't tend to answer, like, will you have a pint? Yes. So you have, I feckin' will. <laughs> <laughs> will you have a pint indeed? I'll take your hand off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think there's something inherently nice about that. I, I think it's very sweet that, you know, there isn't, like you said, it's not just a one word direct yes, no, um, yes, please, no, thanks. It's There is an elaboration on it. It's more of a kind of chatty um, response generally. And I think there is something really nice about that uniqueness to Ireland and the uniqueness of Hibarno English, how it's probably not something that's done in other countries. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there there is yes and no, why not use them? But we have that inherent uh, uh part of Irishness that still remains in, in English. Why well, use one word when 20 would suffice? Exactly, mate, yeah. But to, to the point that my grandmother um, would consider it rude if you answered one of her questions with a straightforward yes or no. Mm-hmm. It's, it's blunt. Very, it's very blunt. It's a lot more indirect to, in, in Irish you can answer the question without actually committing to do the deed which is mentioned. <laughs> but someone says to you and Fraser that and Doris says, you can say, oh, it's Fidger. And that's mm. not the same thing as I'm going to. <laughs> you can do that in Alberta English too, but it's, it comes again from Irish. I think that, you know, in school, the teacher would always say, if he said, can I go to the toilet? They'd say, oh, I hope so. It's the same kind of thing that you can you can, av- you can avoid committing while still answering mm. the question. Teacher jokes are like a notch below dad jokes. <laughs> you can go to the toilet, but may you go to the toilet. Exactly. Like, it's too late. I pissed in the camera. <laughs> Done. Mm-hmm. Were you even educated in Ireland? If so, at some point a teacher didn't use that terrible joke, you, can you go to the? T- I don't know. Can you? Oh, I should certainly hope so. God, Jay, you don't get your H dip penalty until you can demonstrate. <laughs> you can Have you inquired as to the nature of the child's renal capacity? <laughs> can you go to the toilet? One of the things I used to teach my students when I was teaching Irish was that um, it's actually it seems strange at the beginning to not be able to reply or to rely on a word like yes or no but actually it's very comforting once you learn the trick to answering questions that the answer is always included in the question with a few famous examples like in will. Um, so as long as it's a regular verb you just have to take away the un, take away the uru and you've got your answer or if you want to add a shivu you can. And it also answer. shows you've listened to what the person has actually asked you mm. because I'm always saying yeah or no to my wife and then I realise <laughs> I've, I've agreed to things that <laughs> I haven't actually you know fully considered yeah, it may be comforting though, but when I was in secondary school, uh, we were coming up to our oral exams, our Irish oral exams, and we did have a bit of a bad habit. We spoke what what Dr. Theresa Lynn would refer to as uh, sort of like Gaelskullish, you know, yeah. the, the kind of the, the modern Creole that we speak. There's um, there's plenty of it, really interesting TED talks about the, how modern Irish has developed and changed, and uh, and we were kind of living examples of that. We did have a bit of a habit of saying "shat" or "neil," mm-hmm. uh, which was just the influence of uh, American television on us, anyway. But anyway, my my teacher Anya Nguyen, she sort of 
bet into it. Do not say sha. Don't say sha. Don't say sha. On will to ta. On malat isma. On will to a dull ta me a dull. Mm-hmm. You know, on gyanoi to kyanoi, ni kyanoi. Just remember that. The answer's in the question. The answer's in the question. Don't say sha. Don't say sha. So we walked into the room one by one, and I walked into the room and I sat down. And I'm like, don't say shot, don't say shot, don't say shot, don't say shot. And the examiner was there and she said, Kata Sanam did. And I said, Padra Kaivanaga Sanam done. And she said, Sha, 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 Sha. And I was like, What are you doing? What are you doing? Tell her it was mean. You threw me off. She threw me off. Sha is a funny old beast because it's uh, it's a word that I actually had not heard in primary school. And then when it, my first time when I went to uh, the Geltucht, I people were saying Sha all around me. And I thought, that, that's. But this is much simpler, you know, and or that it actually exists. And then I was looking it up. Where is this sha word in the dictionary? And it was more. It was this was isa, isa, yeah, isa, sha, or she, she. If we're gonna represent the north, <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> we're not. <laughs> oh, my mistake. My mistake. <laughs> it's actually it's it's high time we've had some northern representation, uh, some Ulster Irish in the show. I so see. Yeah. Extremely yeah. welcome. Thank you very much. Nice the to be wildlings. Here. Actually, that reminded me of something else which is interesting about the lack of yes or no, which is that if I ask someone a question in my dialect, so Mm -hmm. if I were to say, would you do this? And I'd say, then there's no way that someone from Connacht is going to say, oh, hey, they always change to their dialect. So the answer is always going to be, oh, it's Fajr. Tathan. Yeah, Kajir. Yeah, Kajir. Yeah. yeah. That that must be really hard to follow for like a learner. (laughs) Maybe if you're a learner, yeah. But Mm. it's I like that it's kind of you're making it your own. Your answer is your own. Hmm. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. A digalat. Oh, malam gudig. Yeah, if you're if you're doing a bad impersonation of an ordinary, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, that would be the the Ulster answer. But I, I remember talking to a woman from Connemara, and she'd always answer all my anjiglats with "It's Fajr." I think it's kind of nice that you get to personalise it. So would you do the other way around if I said to you on Fajrlat and Durasakuna? Probably, but now that I've been in Dublin about nine years, I'm a bit of a mongrel. Yeah, nice one. Fist bump. Yeah, the Irish for again, fist bump. It's not a visual medium, <laughs> but we have just fist bumped. Yeah. Actually, what is the Irish for fist bump? Grab a darn. Oh. That was, that was quick. Yeah, just do that no, on the hop. No, no, it's the, it's the thing. A grab a darn. Yeah, a darn. Bumping fists. But the whole concept of yes and no, as you, we've we've talked we've talked before about the famous rules for writing and and or the, the what are opinions on writing and that you know adverbs are very very bad. And I was thinking yes. No, not quite. Don't quite meet the definition of verbs. Don't quite meet the definition of nouns. They're they're technically adverbs, aren't they? Interjections, really. In they're, yolks. they're yokes. They're yokes. <laughs> Placeholders, almost. It's very it's phatic communication. You're not actually often conveying anything when you say oh she she she. It's mm-hmm. a very natural way to just kind of encourage someone to keep talking at you mm-hmm. without yeah. interjecting. Whereas I think yeah, I think the Irish form just it actually keeps it nice within the the verb neighborhood that everybody likes. Yeah, I think yeah. so. I remember just as far as like space fillers go mm. in in an in an in in Ulster Irish it's it's certainly much uh, much easier to you know she 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 fills the space Munster Irish tends to be a bit more provocative and sort of fills it with questions like oh, on be mm. you're right actually on I was be. talking to someone earlier oh, and all of her questions were every time I said something she would say amba and I would always be like oh yeah sure. which is which is by the way which is by the way on ba or on ah in Connemara Irish or in North uh, <laughs> <laughs> or a ba versus a ba. oh controversial yeah. stuff very very controversial stuff uh, but it's a great space filler it was, I got a tip once of um, a very 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 good interviewer a very famous RT journalist who just said if you ever lose the run of what someone is saying to you and you have no idea mm. what they've just said to you and they're looking at you and they're expecting an answer you just look them dead in the eye and you go 
I know. <laughs> or, or, and, he, and this can be used in English as well. You just go, really? <laughs> and then they'll enthusiastically repeat what they just said. <laughs> and you go, oh, well, yes, yeah, absolutely. Well, I agree. And it works in every single situation, no matter what. Like, Really? Yeah. Absolutely. Hey. <laughs> it works in every situation. There's an absolutely pro tip for all of our uh, learner listeners. Just, just if in doubt, Anna, really? Yeah. Might work in your oral though. Oh no, definitely. It absolutely works in your oral. What? 100%. Really? <laughs> Anna, what you, would you ask me? What that? would you do if you won the lottery? <laughs> really? <laughs> I listen. One tip for your oral: always answer, do do it Cork style. Answer questions with questions. <laughs> what would you do if you won the lotto? How much are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I, have a, I have a pet peeve when someone talks about when people talk about what would you do when they win the lottery and they talk about how much they give to charity and stuff. Now tell us what you do. Like the, you, got, you just got the money. What would you do the second? Like well, you see this. What would you do if you win the lotto? Is many people's only experience of the, the <laughs> dreaded the dreaded mo kinelach. The mo. Yes. The mo. The mo kinelach. And it, it's a great exercise. Cut again, ha. Da gano, da 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 muoha on on cranacher na shunta. Hanoing Ferrari. Ana, what she? Ferrari. Ferrari. You can. You by the way. I, I you remember, could probably. I remember you can two from Ga Ferrari. Ga Ferrari. Peter Ferrari. Ferrari, surely. Peter Ferrari. Peter Ferrari Yarig. Peter Ferrari Yarga. Wish, wish. See, Ferrari is the Italian for Smith. So, oh, yeah. technically speaking, it should be Peter McGowan. I feel like that might get slightly lost in translation. <laughs> <It might laughs> I buy two McGowans. You buy sleeves. Does sound more like a tractor than a sports car. Yeah. Or a sleeve. Or is, oh God! This got dark very quickly again. <laughs> Leave it to the north. <laughs> this is a, a really good example of why sometimes why loan words should be left intact. In some yeah. cases, absolutely. Ferraris, Ferraris, couple of Ferrari in there. Ferrari, Ferrari. Maybe do try and say no, it with a little bit of a Munster accent if you're going for the Munster dialect. Uh, Ferrari, Ferrari, Ferrari. Ferrari, man, I'm going to lose. Ferrari, no. Couple, couple of Porsche, guy. Fuck Porsche, no ho. August Lamborghini. 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 Lamborghini, boy. Lamborghini, boy. Uh, Orals are coming up soon, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> this is gold stuff, kids. You are yeah. going to pass. Please don't use this to revise your orals. No. <laughs> okay, um, getting back to what we're actually talking about, <laughs> imagine. Which um, is not the Mokini, like our Lamborghini, no? Not Lamborghini, but we are talking about yes and no, and the constant yes and no, and that other languages don't necessarily take a, a cold yes and a cold no either. It's different. In, in French, for example, you've got the double negative structure, ne pas, ne ex pas. And in Finnish... How do you go about um, it? I love that I am the ambassador of all things Finnish <laughs> on this show. If the Finnish government could start paying me, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> but yeah, um, in Finnish, every question can be answered with A, which is no. And that's it. No elaboration. They're very to the point. So they're very keen to keep their their yes and their no. A, August, uh, you or ya, depending every on where question. you're Every question. Yeah. Even if I said, a. like, even if I were to turn around to a Finn and say, excuse me. Uh, Mr. Yolopuki. Uh, <laughs> hello, Yari Litmanen. Uh, why can every question in Finnish be answered with a no? 
It depends on the inflection of your voice, um, said the woman who doesn't speak any Finnish beyond alcohol words and swearing, but nevertheless. And mythical Christmas creatures. And Yolabuki. <laughs> that is my extent of the, the language. But yeah, I think it, there's there's jokes about it and there's memes that go around the internet that I vaguely understand about how you answer questions in Finnish and it's always a but it depends on the inflection of your voice. Generally speaking, you wouldn't ask a stranger anything. I mean, they, that would make them walk to the other side of the street. <laughs> like, oh my God, there's somebody I don't know talking to me. <laughs> that, that is a, that's a culture I can dig. Yeah, exactly. No such thing as small talk. I love it. Oh, you just I went, I went to, like, um, I mean, inflection in voices. That's I, I remember I went to Brussels once. Oh. I was buying chocolates for my colleagues in the office and just as I was about to leave Brussels. And oh. I'm walking out of the chocolatier and I don't speak French. I don't. Um, I speak Irish. I speak German. I know the names of Finnish footballers, and that's about <laughs> it, as far as my linguistic achievements go. Uh, and I, uh, I was walking out of the chocolatiers, and this fella, he comes up, uh, "Excuse me, Monsieur, c'est un bon chocolatier, n'est pas?" And I then proceeded to issue a series of shrugs and grunts. That's very French. And very he, French. And he actually just went, oh, merci, and went into the chocolatiers. <laughs> so I, th- I think he can communicate with just, just a series of grunts and shrugs in most Francophone countries. We were taught in our GCSEs that we should interject with bon uh, et bien when we wanted to pause and buy time. And there was a girl, she was very lovely and not, well, I'm teasing her a bit, but anyway. And, and, she, <laughs> and she, she, she kind of took on the message, but she didn't take on the spirit of it. So she used to go, bon, uh, eh bien, bon, uh, eh bien. <laughs> and it didn't quite come across as authentic French, I must say. Yeah, but definitely you can totally fake it till you make it. I worked in a, a bar in, in Finland and I would, I would make the sounds of a Finland. And then they'd just be like, mm-hmm, she speaks Finnish. Legit. Just fake it till you make it. And considering they never speak to strangers. Exactly. So the interaction of ordering a pint was um, and I would say and then that's it that was one big beer 5.20 done Got nice. it. do you want to receive 5.20 yeah it was look alcohol is this obviously wasn't in the Helsinki Gat Club <laughs> he wasn't in the la- I don't know. That was the cheapest beer we had, no. <laughs> um, and that would be it. And then a couple of drinks later, they'd be a little more lubricated, and they'd be up for the chat. And then they'd be like, "Hey, I spoke Finnish to you earlier." And like, no, you, you thought you, you spoke thought Finnish. you did, but we <laughs> <You> all <laughs> we have all learned that one sentence yeah. and this following sentence that explains that we only have that one sentence. <laughs> in Polish, there's a, a word that it closely approximates to "ah, uh, yeah," which is pronounced "no," no, no. And it means what? It means yeah. Oh, that's confusing. <laughs> oh, man. Something like that happened to me in Ireland, actually. Whenever I first moved from the north to Dublin, I said to a girl in my halls of residence, do you want some of this? Because I was making food. And she said, I'm after food. And I thought she meant, I want food. Because mm-hmm. I would say, I'm after a pint. I want oh, a pint. Yeah. I'm after and, having me dinner. Yeah. And I didn't yeah. understand. And I and I started giving her. And she's like, no, I'm after food. And I was like, yeah, oh, you're after it. Here it is. No, no, mm-hmm. Tommy Heish. Well, you know. I'm after having me dinner. That's mm-hmm. Iberno English. Yeah. They both are. They both are. That's true. Tom and, mm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm after. Tom and I'm after you. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. Really. <laughs> Speaking of being after people, how do we, you know, in Irish, is it possible to truly express consent? Isn't it all a bit complicated? It's not complicated. It's not complicated. <laughs> consent is not complicated. You just have to do it in a slightly different manner. Okay. It's a slightly different manner. Like, you, like for example, if somebody comes up and they say, ain't chance art, like, mm-hmm. any chance on you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these are legit chat-up lines. Take notes, kids. Or, er wallet for curl in winter. 
would you like to be buried with my people? Oh That's... yes! Oh yes! <laughs> <laughs> that is Informed fantastic. And enthusiastic consent, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. You have to answer again. The the the, the answer is always in the question. The answer is always in the question. So ain't answered, tall. But or quail chance, slim chance. But as an ejaculation, pun not intended, okay, it way. doesn't work quite as well as an ejaculation of enthusiasm. Because as I was saying before, whenever I was a teen, I watched Schacht and there was a scene where a guy was getting very enthusiastic and shouting out, sha, sha, sha. And I remember thinking it was very inauthentic. That <laughs> at that moment, that would be the words that were coming out of his mouth. What, what, what would he shout at? You'd be shouting at things like interjections like, a hirkish. <laughs> Mama and Joel. Probably not a white John. Darfia. <laughs> Darfia. <laughs> Darfia is my favourite. Sean Bon Brannock. We're gonna have to have a. We're gonna have to have a warning at the start. Is that was sudden. We're gonna have to leave it Chucky there. Our law. Chucky our law. Oh, I want. I just so want to believe that in that moment, someone somewhere, somewhere. has shouted out Sean Bon Brannock. I so hope that that has happened. I'd say I think Sean Bon right has. There was, there, was a comp, there was a competition. There was a competition on uh, Radio Nakaltit a little while ago to find the Irish for Netflix and Chill. Oh yeah, saw and, that. Uh, yeah, it was very very funny. But uh, somebody came up with this idea of um, SBB against Gullali, Sean Bon Brannock, oh. and a little lie down. Oh, that's fab. Uh, yeah, yeah, everybody thought it was fab except for Sean Bon Brannock's daughter who tweeted no vom <laughs> it should be it should be mts like it's gonna leave but i know it doesn't rhyme. it doesn't rhyme but, but mts mts and that Tom is the daniel o'donnell of our he's just a sex demon he's a right absolutely amazing he's who? brilliant martin tom yawning oh yeah mts mts he's like the daniel o'donnell of irish speakers it's huge so Thank you all very much for listening today back at home. And you can say ta, sha, or yes to Mother Folklore wherever you get your podcast by subscribing, rating, and reviewing. Please do that because Apple have recently changed their rules and which has messed up the charts completely, which is misrepresenting how popular our show is. So do get on rating and reviewing and subscribing. Oh, it's Faderling. It's Faderling. Mm-hmm. Yes, we can. Until next time, it's a slon from me. Slon. Slon Wimshire. Aga Slon from me. Join us next week where we we'll join by YA fantasy author Dave Rudden and we'll be translating some of the terms he uses in his books. See you next time. Today's vocabulary. Toe. It is. Neil, it is not. Sha, which is the form of isa, it is. Or niha, it isn't. Sha is pronounced she up north in the Ulster dialect. On Fagerlat means can you. And jigulat is the northern form of that. Gudirach means for sure. Ana means really. Grada Dern means fist bump. To buy is kianum. I buy kianum. In the Mokaniluk, kianian. So, kianian Ferrari, I would buy a Ferrari. Gal Ferrari means two Ferraris. Gal Ferrari Yarga is two red Ferraris. This has been a production of the Headstuff Podcast Network.
because this has happened before when I was like, I'm Derek O'Shea. Yeah. People were looking at me. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. 